This is a We Are On We production. Okay, fuck me. <laughs> All I can think of, like, for people who are listening to us, I'm not gonna jump. I'm just gonna jump straight into it. We've been talking oh, yeah. about the most anticipated animated series, animated series, animated movie for like the past at least ten years. It's a movie that I've been like. It's a concept that I was I was really hoping would be taken and put into film form. And my favorite, the it was like Sony Pictures, my favorite, um, my favorite movie company. Have they done it? They've taken this concept of emojis and have made it into a movie. Yep. Fuck yes. Fuck. He just he just Whoa. found out about this today and. Uh, oh, I'm so yeah. fucking excited. Such a oh, <coughs> the it, people it's behind so it, it's oh the this I this is a this is a train wreck. This is fucking just, <laughs> this is who does this oh, appeal uh, to? It, this it, like what is the target market for this? I, I suppose it would be like teenagers, but even then, like kids nowadays are using emojis and texting all the time. So who even knows at this point? Well, like, what do you think the youngest age for a kid using? emojis is like not like like on average like you know what i mean like what around what age do you think kids start using emojis well i was on the i was when i was on the train once and i i I saw this little kid on his phone and he was like sitting right next to me and i noticed he was using emojis and he looked no younger than like six so really yeah so it's it's yeah that yeah this this generation is screwed that is fucked. Like, I'm looking at the crew and, like, all the people behind this. The man who wrote the screenplay of this movie, or one of four men, which is... It's hard to believe that four, it takes four people to, like, write a good screenplay. Exactly. It's, it's like something I was going to notice. Like, yeah, something uh, I was going to bring up. It's, like, it's written by three fucking people. How do you... It's, like, the most executive thing. Yeah, for oh, four, four people. Jesus. It's like one he, of the main writers. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, nah, you go. You go. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. I was just gonna say something like how it's like the most executive decision to have like multiple writers because they were like, oh, oh, let's let's see what appeals the most. Let's see what jokes appeal the most to this young audience, and that's pretty much it. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, fuck me. Okay, so the guy who wrote this, Joe, one of the main one of the screenwriters was Jordan Roberts, and he was one of the screenwriters for Big Hero Six. I'd never seen Big Big Hero Six. Was that was that a, a good movie? Like oh it seemed like God. it got a pretty decent reaction to it. <coughs> I had no idea that the screenwriter for Big Hero Six has actually worked on this. Oh my God. Um. Well, mm. I think Big Hero Six is an okay movie. Um. It's not everyone enjoyed it. I know that you know YMS. You know Adam, uh, YMS hated mm. the movie. Uh. But oh really? I personally kind of enjoyed it for what it was. Not everyone did. Um. Mainly because it's like it, its jokes weren't entirely the best. It, the the joke for Baymax essentially was like, "Oh, he's cute and fluffy." Yeah. So I feel like the emoji movie it's going to be turned up to eleven because it's like, ah, you know, Patrick Stewart's the shit emoji. That's funny. Ha, ha, kill me. It's you know. Jesus, like, do you think he had a say in? Like what? Like like would you think Patrick Stewart would have chosen to be the poo emoji? I feel like he did. Like, I feel like that was an intentional choice on his part to go for it. Because at this point, because we all know that 
you know, Patrick Stewart was known for, like, Star Trek The Next Generation, probably the one sh- series from Star Trek that really turned the show around, and everyone knows that show, more or less, and it really skyrocketed his career. And then, you know, he was Pat- uh, he was Professor Xavier from the X-Men movies. So at this point, he he doesn't necessarily need to be in any movies anymore. But it, at, at the same time, he was in a lot of stuff like um, Green Room, which is one of my favorite films, and he did not need to be in it. It was an in, a small independent movie, and that was entirely his choice to be a part of that. <coughs> so I feel like with the Emoji movie, he definitely did choose it, and I don't know why. And I, I'm I'm starting to feel very conflicted whether I like Patrick Stewart as an actor anymore. Do you think like? Like, obviously, there's a lot of people who, like, they act in these shitty, like, these shitty mainstream movies Mm. just so they can use that money to, like, um, so it makes sense to, like, star in just, like, a a low-budget indie film. Do you know what I mean? Like, but Patrick Stewart, Star Trek, X-Men, and a bunch of, like, there's a bunch of other sort of, like, big-name movies he's been in. Mm. Do you think, like, he, like, you're right, he would have had to choose this for, like... No matter how much money they're offering, do you know what I mean? Like he would have had to be in, like either he had to choose this or he was offered so much money <coughs> to be in the emoji movie that he just couldn't say no. Like I'm sure he's not short for cash. I'm sure he's got it coming out <laughs> coming out the wazoo. Mm. The, the, I don't get this decision by him. Yeah, I I don't think anyone really does. Don't. Like it, it was it was like hello Patrick Stewart. Um, we'd like you to, we'd like uh, you to become the poop emoji for the emoji movie, and then Patrick Stewart's like, it's the most unlikely reaction. Is like, oh, I'd love to. It's it would be so good to play the poop emoji, and I'm like, what the fuck, Patrick? Because that could have fuck. That could have been any, like, any, like, there's many, many, like, older British actors who could have filled that role. But it had to be him. And he agreed. You know what I mean? That. Like, they could have just, <laughs> just, oh, I think there's an interview with him on, on the Conan O'Brien show, um, mm. in, in relation to this, because it was him announcing that he'd be the poop emoji. And I, I was just, because he was talking about Logan, which is a really good movie that he was in. And it was amazing, and then he talked about the Emoji movie, just sidetracking it into that. And I'm like, Patrick, why? <laughs> what are you doing? And then he's just talking about it, it's like, oh, yes, it's a very good it's a very good opportunity. My daughter loves, loves emojis, and I thought it would be very good to be a part of the Emoji movie, especially the, the poop emoji. That's very good. And I'm like, Patrick, please. Patrick, you've been drinking. Please stop. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I bet I bet he's been bribed. I bet he's been bribed by his grandchildren. Like, if you don't <laughs> star in this fucking emoji movie, <coughs> I'll tell everybody that you're. I'll like I'll tell everybody your deepest, deepest, darkest secrets because you know the internet it spreads. It spreads. Patrick Stewart, my grandfather. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason. I don't. I don't know. Think about any. I don't know any reason he would have been in this. But there's other people. Okay, like T.J. Miller, who pays Gene an outsider emoji yeah. who can show multiple expressions. TJ Miller, I fucking love TJ Miller. He is so good in Silicon Valley. Mm. He is so good in. I'm just trying to think of the other fucking movie he was in. He was in a movie. He was in Deadpool. He was in Deadpool. That's what it was, and he was fucking good in that. He was in Office Christmas Party, which I thought was pretty damn good. Yeah. And he's been here and there in all these other movies. Oh, there's another show. <coughs> there's another big show he was in that I can't think of what it was off the top of my head. Fuck. Mm. But he is 
is that he's a good. Oh, he's a fucking good comedian. He's a good good stand up comedian. Yeah. He's a fucking good podcast. Mm. He's, he he did a fucking um hip hop. He did like a comedy rap EP as well. <laughs> yeah. So that's someone like you can see. Because okay, I was just because he was in all these big mainstream movies that are obviously like it's he'll go you know shoot them for a few months and he'll be able to take a few months off to do whatever the fuck he wants like he was in he's in the emoji movie deadpool like decent like good movie but like good pay there but he was in something else really really shit it was yogi bear that's what it was he played ranger jones in in the yogi bear film god i didn't even know that (laughs) Jesus Christ! Have you seen the Yogi Bear movie? I don't. Think, I don't <laughs> no, think I haven't seen, seen the Yogi Bear movie. I, I, I kind of like. I, I kind of don't like. I, I just ref- almost refuse to see the Yogi Bear movie. It's, it's like it's okay. First of all, why would you? Okay, obviously for money, but like, why would you take this bit like this great old school cartoon, Hanna Barbera cartoon, and turn it into some three D live action piece of shit? Because. But like as I said, it makes sense. Mm. It made two hundred and one million dollars in the box office, so why fucking not? It kind of like this kind of like this kind of sidetracks into like one particular element of Hollywood cinema that I think th- this question was raised particularly in relation to this film, and this wasn't like a children's film or anything, but this was a kind of movie mm. that was such complete trash and easily one of the worst films of all time, and. Yet all these people were in it, and the movie was called Movie Forty Three. Um, movie Forty Three. I uh, and it's an anthology film, isn't it? Like it's more of like little, like what do they call it? Um, sketches, like they were like little sketches or something that came together to make one. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Thing. Yeah, I think that's what Movie Forty Three was that. But the thing is, though, is that you you realize when you look at the fucking actors in this in this particular movie is absolutely shocking um the these actors like you know oh my god um you know Hugh Jackman Emma Stone all that all those people um and and James Gunn worked on the script as well and James Gunn is um oh really James Gunn's the uh, if you don't know is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy and also a lot of really um small independent movies in his early career but movie 43 is one of the worst things ever made in the history of cinema i will genuinely say that and it has a huge amount of actors i'm gonna just read out the 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 actors in movie 43 because this is a how the fuck did this happen um kate winslet halle berry naomi watts richard Gere. Fucking Uma Thurman, Chris Pratt, Leave Schreiber, and it, fucking Kristen Bell, oh. Johnny Knoxville, Justin Long, Leslie Bibb. Like this, I, I don't, I fucking don't of get. Co- like it's a pay, it's a payday for all these people. Yeah, and it's a it gets worse though. There's like Seth MacFarlane, Patrick Warburton, Jack McBrayer. Oh. Jack McBrayer, by the way, was um. Jack McBrayer was actually a really good comedian. He was on the Eric Andre show, and he was also um, he was also um, Fix It Felix Jr. from Rick and Ralph. Um, and then there's like, fuck, oh, really? yeah, he's really good. Um, and I really liked him on the Eric Andre show. Uh, fuck, man, and that's more or less it. But it's just that it, so many 
famous people and they all did it for the money. They really did. Actually, there was, um, and then there was the question that was raised in response to this giant pile of shit that is movie 43. I watched this, by the way. Out of curiosity, I watched all of it. Hmm. And it was just, it was like a constantly bad Saturday night sketch. Like, you know all those, like, bad Saturday night live sketches that were just, like, really bad? That was pretty much all of these in this movie. Um, And it all felt so cheap. And then you find out that... the budget for this movie was like over like seven million dollars or six million or something like that, around that range. Yeah, it was six million. <sighs> yeah, dollars. fuck. And even then, that's a fuckload yeah. of money. and it's it's, and <sighs> it looks so cheap and looks so crappy, like an Adam Sandler movie, and it has all these people in it, and you wonder how did they get in this? And there was a lot of questions that were raised that were actually really serious, like, um, like how they got the, how the director marched into the actor's house just to film the scene because they didn't want to be a part of it, but they forced them to. And there was... There was, like, rumors that there were bribes involved just to get them to film the fucking scene. And it's actually true that there were some some skits that were filmed in the actor's house. That is actually true. So that's why the rumors were raised that it could be that they were bribed into this. So... You know, because some of these actors, they know better. <laughs> so it's like, uh, how would they have been a part of it? Well, there's this. And legitimately good people were a part of it, like James Gunn, of course, and then there's Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk is the big surprise for me, because Bob Odenkirk was, of course, you know, Saul from, you know, Breaking Bad, and also Jimmy McGill from um, from Better Call Saul. And then he was also, like, a really good he was really good in um in Tim and Eric as well so he's just a really good comedian and what, what oh, the fuck? fuck yes he was have you seen his old school sketches with him and um da- him and Bob Odenkirk and what's his name it's David David Cross they had their own um, yeah, yeah oh yeah 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 Bob and Bob, Bob and, and no that's yeah, Mr. No. Mr. Show mm, Mr. Show that's something yeah 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 and they had their Netflix series as well <coughs> yeah. yes they're fucking talented comedians and writers and sketch... Like, they're great sketch comedy guys yeah. as well. And they're in this piece of shit. Well, and, well and Bob Odenkirk... Well, he's not in it, but he definitely wrote it. Like, that that's the thing. Like, how did he write this piece of shit? The, 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 by the no, way, these... Oh, jo- no, exactly. Yeah. Like, like the, the, these jokes in movie 33 are some of the most disgusting, vile pieces of fucking trash jokes I've ever heard in my life. And this isn't, like... Like, this is... This is the kind of stuff in the 90s. You know gross-out comedies, those gross-out comedies from the 90s? You Like, that. that's sort of what movie 43 was, really. And it's not even funny because it's just disgusting. Like, it's not even funny. It's just, how the fuck do you do this? How the fuck do you make this and think, you know, can this you, is funny? Can you take anything from it and, like like, enjoy it at all? Like, is there anything you... Like, did you enjoy any part of movie 43 whatsoever? You know that scene from A Clockwork Orange where Alex Delarge is, like, is strapped onto, like, a chair and has his, like, eyes open and he's screaming? That was me during the movie. (laughs) That was me when trying to stop it, but I felt like I had an obligation to. (coughs) That was it, really. 
I had absolutely nothing. Oh, fucking I had absolutely no enjoyment for movie 43, but I, I think, like, everyone needs to watch it as sort of, like, a, a, a sort of a right of manhood. Like, to prove that you're a true man by watching this movie and, and, and just putting up with it. It is just... Jesus fucking It's Christ. worse because, like, people who worked... People who worked with Eric Andre worked on this, and that's... And so this brings us back to the Emoji movie. So how would this have worked for in that movie's case? Because they couldn't have, like, filmed at the actors' houses or forced them to voice the characters. So this was completely voluntarily done. And it, <laughs> and it was only done... It- for the sake of money, whereas Popeye was a passion project, because um, pretty much everything that Gendy Gendy Tartakovsky, uh, by the way, you know uh, Gendy Tartakovsky was the guy who kind of w- worked on the Popeye movie, and he was behind you know some of the greatest parts of like cartoons like from the '90s. He worked on you know he created Dexter's Lab, Samurai Jack. Uh, worked on the Powerpuff Girls. He was a huge part of cartoon history. And as well as working on Hotel Transylvania, he did both one and two. And he was, he's hes absolutely fantastic. But the thing is, is that, you know, he was going to make the Popeye movie because he'd worked with Sony quite a lot before. Um, and they were like, yeah, great, let's make the Popeye movie. Then one executive was like, hey, let's make an emoji movie. And then they're like, Oh my god, that's brilliant. That'll really cash in on the crowd. Fuck the Popeye movie. No, fuck me. Because, <coughs> like, Popeye, there's not many... Like, it's it'd be hard to do Popeye justice because Popeye is a fucking classic. Like, I remember watching Popeye so much when I was yeah. a kid. Like, but when you have the right minds behind it, I feel like those guys would have been able to do a great fucking oh, yeah, Popeye no. movie. That, like, and also, I Tom Kenny was going to voice uh, Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, was going to voice uh, Popeye, and um, yeah, and Gray Delisle, who uh, who's now her, her real name's changed because she got married or something, but um, but um, Gray Griffin, that's her name. Uh, she she worked on Samurai Jack a lot. She is a big name voice actress, and she was going to voice Olive Oil as well. And they they were, were all cartoon voice actors that were going to voice in the movie. And so it it was all like a, a really big thing that was happening, and then they changed it to the emoji movie, and that's like finding that out is just absolutely shocking. Um, how you can make that switch so so you know vividly, it's amazing. Uh, money, it's a, yeah. it's dollar dollar. That's yeah, what it is, much. and it's got some like decent people in the movie. <laughs> the power of like, money. To an extent, I'd say James Corden. James Corden, I'm a bit, I'm a bit on the. Oh edge no 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 him. no James Corden. Fu- like, J- no James Corden fucking dude. loves money, dude. He fucking loves you it. Think- like he will, he will like he will go into <laughs> anything to 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 just get like extra money. He will create a fad just for the sake of making more money. That was the whole carpool karaoke shit that he started. That was really. Mm. Not, you know, some people like it, some people don't. I, okay, oh, whatever. But I personally think it's really cringy as fuck and really, really uncomfortable to watch. Oh, if you. if they didn't, if and no, it's so got, go ahead, go oh, ahead. Oh God! <coughs> All right, no, you um, go ahead. You, you go. 
Cause oh, I've seen a few uh, of them. They but just, it's like oh. if they didn't, if they didn't put like background, funny, goofy oh. background music, and if they didn't edit it as well as it was, it would have been so awkward and uncomfortable to watch that whole carpool karaoke thing. Um, because they've got about like how long do you like how long is like each sort of segment? They're like they they sometimes hit ten minutes, but sometimes they're a bit sort of mm. less than that. How long do you think they'd be re- recording in that fucking car? Like, to get all those funny bits, you'd think yeah, at least I, I a think, fucking I, th- hour. I think they probably like, recorded that least. for like five hours, especially with um, especially with Stevie Wonder <laughs> in the car. It would have taken like ten hours. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> like fucking. Because <laughs> yeah. even though, yeah. Like even, I saw. Have you seen? Did you see the I Red Hot Chili Peppers one? Chili Peppers one, no. Oh, it's just fucking like weird. Like it's, it's just like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like they're getting to that age where they're sort of like mm. weird old men. Like it's getting to it. Like they're still like they're still genuinely funny. Like they're like for a band. Like at, <coughs> at least as funny as a like a rock band can be. Like they're no comedians, but like they're they're getting to this point where they're just like weird old weird yeah. old men. Like especially Flea. I get <laughs> by him. He's just he's just <laughs> weird looking. He really is. Yeah. But like, oh yeah, did, did carpool karaoke? Did that get was that did that get picked up into a series? I wouldn't be I surprised if it else? was, but you might be thinking of something else. I've got a feeling. Let me just okay. Well, as I mentioned before this conversation, my Google's not working. But oh, let's boy. use Bing dot com. Carpool karaoke because I've got a because I've got a fucking feeling. That something, carpool karaoke. No, I can't find. No, actually, it's no. It's just the recurring segment. It's the recurring segment on his show. But oh, I know what I'm thinking of. So do you remember? Um, oh, it's that fucking oh Jesus battle Christ! Thing. That's what it was. Yeah, fuck. That do was you see how- fuck. <laughs> That's like the worst one. That that was um Jesus. It's one oh of the Jimmys. It, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy's, yeah, Jimmy one Fallon. of the Jimmys. Because there's mm-hmm. like two Jimmys. Yeah, there's Jimmy Fallon. Oh, there's Kim. I like Jim- Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Jimmy okay, Kimmel. so Jimmy Kimmel. Because Jimmy Kimmel came up in this more of like that traditional comedy. Like he was in Crank Yankers. He was on The Man Show. He was even like he helped. I think he. Yeah, he helped create the Andy Milanakis show back oh, in the yeah. day on MTV. So like he's probably the better of. He's the better of the Jimmys. He's definitely Jimmy the better Fallon's of the, Jimmys. the worst. Yeah, he's the worst but Jimmy Fallon. Oh my yeah. fucking god! I just I can't stand him. I really can't. He fake he's, laughs. That's like I, it's 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 he like fake just laughs looking, just, for this, oh. just because he wants to show himself as more likable. That's truly it. The amount of times I've seen Jimmy Fallon memed by Su- have you seen Super? Oh, no, I haven't. Their YouTube channel on that. Oh my god. No, well, it's one of like Adult Swim's <coughs> like web-based <coughs> properties. And they do all these fucking weird, like they did, they, who's the guy who hosts that fucking show, Family Feud oh, in America? Steve Harvey. The, the, Steve the Harvey. The black guy. Yeah. He ho- uh, Steve Harvey. They do all these Mimi videos. And oh. Steve, like, okay, Mimi's not the right word. Yeah, yeah, no, where, where, no, oh, no, shit. I think I know what you're talking funny, about. Like, yeah, where they like, where they, where they heavily edit yeah. it and make it so it's like, and then they did that with like the Donald mm. Trump one, the Donald Trump speech thing. Oh, wait, what, what are yes. they called again? Oh, That's it. Co- Super, Fuck, Super I Lux. knew Super it. Lux. I've seen Superlux. Yeah, Super yeah, I've seen yes. Superlux. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're fucking fantastic. 
They they do. They, they have like shit. they have a few really 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 good like little short films as well on Superlux. Like there was this one really good uh, one that they made where yeah yeah yeah. I was just about to mention that. God, and then there was like one there was one thing that they made where it was like this guy who is like the future you or whatever I think it was called and and this. It yeah. was the one which where one, the guy has, like, a VR headset, and he's just playing video games all the time, and he's jerking off all the time, and his sister's, like, really successful. He's a um, fucking loser. I don't know. Yeah, that's... He's a big fucking loser. So I think that's what it was, and his dad's, like, yeah. really pissed, like, he's really, like, oh, why can't yeah. you be as good and as your fucking sister? His sister's, like, making all these amazing developments and the, the 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 guy is just like a fucking giant loser who doesn't accomplish anything in life and he's and then he tries to and it's like all this futuristic stuff and um and so it's, i love this one joke where the sister is like talking about all these accomplishments and all this amazing stuff and and then he and then it's like the dad's like well well son uh what have you accomplished today and he's like I beat, I beat, I beat Halo Reach on insane difficulty. <laughs> or no, it was like I, I beat, I beat Halo on legendary. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a good, it's a big feat, Dad. God, that's fucking. Funny. I love that joke. It's yeah. I love those. Yeah. I lo- oh fuck, that's funny. Super Deluxe is an underrated channel. Like I feel like, like this is, it's got like six hundred forty-six. Mm. Six yeah, six hundred forty-six thousand mm. subscribers. But did you did you ever see any of the old school stuff that Super Deluxe had put out? I know that they worked on the Tim and, Tim and Eric show. I know that they did that. It I, was... I I know that the editor for Super Deluxe, the guys from Super Deluxe, worked on the uh, on the intro to Tim and Eric's good show. Yeah, I I know that for a fact. They definitely worked really closely with Adult Swim. Um, cause I know, cause yeah. there's, I'm just trying to think what it was. The big thing that was on Super Deluxe was, it was a Tim and Eric something, Tim and Eric Night Live. That's what it was. Oh God. And I found like these really shitty versions of Tim and Eric Night Live. Like they were just mm-hmm. like shitty quality in that. But the, 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 the jokes out of that are so fucking good. Like Tim, like the Tim and Tim and Eric, they're always getting pissed off at each other. Yeah. And like, t- like Eric's like, like, oh, and it's just that class. Like it's that, it's something that. I feel like you haven't even seen on Adult Swim. It's a whole different sort of like Tim and Eric. Like they on like their awesome show. It's all that's that that great sketch comedy they do. Yeah. But with Tim and Eric Night Live, they've got like oh I'm just like they got that old man they always have and that mm. black guy who always sings and I can't remember his fucking name. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember all these either. classic characters from their world. Mm. I love shit like that. Yeah, Tim and Eric. There's so much good. Sh- yeah. Adult Swim. Has put out a lot of good shit. I really think so. Mm. So many good shows. Like I've, I'm a big like Rick and Morty. Obviously, is the big one currently. Yeah. But like even, um, I'm a big fan of Aquatine Hunger Force. I'm a big fan of um, what's that fucking one called? I really like Space like, Ghost. I like. I really like Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh yeah. That that's so good. And the episode with um, weird. It fucking is. Yeah, the episode with um, fucking. Uh, what's this? I can't believe I forgot. Tommy Wiseau. The episode with Tommy Wiseau is fucking fantastic yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, it's like Adult Swim is probably one of the best channels to ever exist, and it exists alongside Cartoon Network, which happens to be one of the worst channels. 
to exist. <laughs> so it's like you have one. It's fucking crazy, you, isn't it? It's amazing. Like Cartoon Network, on one side, like uh, on this on this network, like one side has Cartoon Network, one of the worst, most unprogressive channels ever made, that only exists to make more money for with kids. Um, and I say that because of of stuff like Teen Titans Go and all that, and a lot of cartoons on Cartoon Network are really bad. Um and and you know the the only reason why they they keep making shows like Adventure Time is because Adventure Time did really well and they want to make shows like Adventure Time and they don't want to make anything new. Whereas Adult Swim on the other side of the spectrum is is completely opposite. It it, it constantly it doesn't want to make money necessarily. It just wants to make stuff that people like and that fans of Adult Swim enjoy. And, 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 you know, Adult Swim has always been incredibly interactive with its fans and incredibly just oh, interactive yeah. with everyone. And so when Adult Swim does something like, you know, Tim and Eric or Eric Andre or, you know, um, fucking Squidbillies, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Rick yes. and Morty, um, they, they, they really care about what people like. And sometimes I feel like Adult Swim has their on moments and off moments. Because I watched Adult Swim mm, when I was yeah. in America. Um, I, I've, I've mm. been to America like three times in my life. And I've always watched Adult Swim when I was there. Um, I would stay up late at nights just to see Adult Swim. They would have like Toonami and stuff. But the, they would have like the occasional really crap shows though. Um, like, they would have... Do you remember anything Do you, off the top of oh, your head? Oh, fuck. Family Guy. That's, like, the one thing that they showed a lot. <laughs> yeah. That, that was terrible. Um, like, you'd think... Yeah, go ahead. You'd think they'd get to... Like, well, I guess a lot of their money would come in from, like... Because mm. it's, it's, like, because theirs is a it's, a... it's one of the cable networks rather than, like, one of the big... Like, you know, your big foxes and that. So, like, they would get heaps of money mm. just putting on Family Guy. American Dad and King of the they Hill. The, I think they did the Simpsons as well, yeah. and maybe Futurama and King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. they showed King of the Hill. Kill, King, of, it, it, them showing King of the Hill. It was actually my first time watching King of the Hill when they showed it on Adult Swim. Oh, really? I'd never seen King of the Hill before, and then they showed it on Adult Swim, and I loved it. <laughs> I fell in love with King of the Hill ever really? since then. Uh, they they introduced me to a lot of shows uh, actually, and that was all from my time in America. They don't have Adult Swim over here. Well, they do, but the thing is, though, is the Adult Swim over here you have to pay for. Fun fact about English oh, really? English TV laws are bullshit, by the way, because you have to pay for yeah. certain channels. Um, that's fucking, that's yeah, fucked. you can't even watch Cartoon Network over here without having to pay a fee. Um, no, that's the same with us. Oh, same with oh, us. Oh, seriously? Oh my god. Uh, yeah, and it, so we get like we've got our few main channels, but then the rest of it is on pay tele on paid television. Yeah, same, same. Like you, it's it's shit. I hate yeah, it. it because I've got to get everything online. And even like, even if I get pay TV, like, so we have, we have Comedy Channel, which, you know, it might get like your, like, I remember looking the other day and it's got like new Archer, mm. but it's like the season that, like the last season, they don't even have like the newest season, like they'll start like new episodes of Archer, mm. but they came out fucking six months ago and I would have seen them all already. Like... This whole thing about, like, I want to see, if I want to see, like, the new show, like, I want to see Rick and Morty, if I want to watch Rick and Morty, I'm going to have to watch it online, illegally. Hmm. I can't even watch it fucking legally over here as soon as it comes out. Yeah, it's... And that's it's, fucked. It's, it's worse, because really it's like, for Adult Swim, you can watch this stuff 
free, but you have to have you have to show proof that you have a service provider. Over here, you can't do that because we don't have those things. We just have to straight up pay, and there you go, we got it. Oh really? Um, so it's yeah, it, it's 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 crap to me, and and you know you have like Sky TV and all that Sky that that's all fine, but you still have to pay for that in the end. And America, I don't think really has to do that. Um, because when I was, no, when I was over in America, fucked. it was like, you, you could watch Cartoon Network completely for free. Um, so, yeah, oh, really? for me anyway, I think uh, that was the case. Cause I, cause I, yeah, cause I was talking to a few American friends of mine and I was like, hey, you gotta pay for fucking channels over here. And they were like, really? Like, they, like, so I was like, oh yeah, crap. Americans don't have to pay for channels. They just have to. Because you have to pay already just to get the TV, get TV in general, so you pretty much have it all right off the bat. Um, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't think it was like yeah. that. It's interesting how it yeah, is. Yeah, inter- it really is. Because I was, because mm. my time in America was like very educational. I learned a lot. Um, that was, um, yeah, and 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 that whole Adult Swim thing. It's like I I had the most fascinating time watching Adult Swim. The whole thing, like th- this was. I was okay. So watching Adult Swim in a certain mindset is the right way to do it. I watched Adult Swim the first time with a completely weird mindset. I was tired. I was very woozy. Mm. I was so like, uh, and then that came on because I wa- was watching Cartoon Network and I was like, oh my god, it's Adult Swim, and they just had the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. I I, I and it was. Because I'd never you, seen adults. What do you remember? What do you remember? Oh shit! They they. What do you well, remember? Those bumpers that were they were weird by themselves. They felt like really trippy and really, <laughs> um, really surreal. Uh, then they had like the, you know some of the crappy stuff like Family Guy and American Dad. But then they later on they would have um they would have stuff like Loiter Squad that I used to watch over there. Um, Loiter Squad <laughs> was fun. Um, and then they had Eric Andre. Which at the time I didn't like, but I later on loved Eric Andre. Um, then they had of the exact yeah. same. He's really. It's one of those things you got to watch a few times. Do you know what oh, I mean? No, like, I think I, I think at first he seems just really intense. I don't intense. think it's. I, I, I yeah, don't think like, that's the you... case actually. I think it's. It's more so you have to have that have the correct state of mind to enjoy Eric Andre. I think Eric yeah. Andre is. The, one of the greatest comedians to ever exist. I genuinely think, like, the Eric Andre show is one of the best surrealist comedy ever made. It is fucking amazing. But you have to really enjoy stuff like David Lynch to enjoy it fully. And, yeah. You know, it's... Like, I've, yeah, I he's fucking love great. David Lynch, by the way. Um, he's one of my favorite directors yeah. of all time. And Tim and Eric and the Eric Andre show, those were inspired by David Lynch. It's interesting, like, um, Eric Andre, both Eric Andre and Tim and Eric, they were big fans of Twin Peaks, um, before they got into comedy, and which is why they're so weird, (laughs) which is why they're so surrealist, because they put, took so much inspiration from the director known for films like Eraserhead, Dune, uh, Dune's a bad example, but, like, Wild at Heart, Blue Velvet, all that stuff. Have you actually seen any David Lynch movies? No, I haven't. I'm surprised. Like, I've heard of them. I've heard oh. of, like, a lot of these big movies, but I've never sat down and watched one of the full movies. Well, 
Yeah, you know all the weirdness of Eric Andre. That is pretty mm. much David Lynch's movies. Even his and sense of humor. I think I'll humor. fucking like it. I'd fucking yeah, like you that. will like it. Um, they're more yeah. serious though. They're more straight. They're not like for the sake of comedy. Um, I've I've been really obsessed with David Lynch lately. I I got the complete series box set of Twin Peaks recently, and oh, yeah, I watched yeah. all of it, and it's fa- it's fantastic. You can see where you know Tim and Eric got their inspiration. Um, they they really like were heavily inspired by the works of Lynch. Um, by the way, he's weird. David Lynch is a weird person, as much as his films are weird. Um, you see interviews with David Lynch. By the way, I recommend watching this one interview with David Lynch, where he's talking about how he nearly got the job to direct Star Wars Return of the Jedi. He nearly, he nearly directed it, yeah. Because um, George Lucas actually approached him about directing it. <laughs> It was it was a hilarious story. I, I'll I'll kind of paraphrase it a bit for this podcast, but essentially, uh, David Lynch was telling the story about how George Lucas came up to him and said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna direct uh, Star Wars Episode 6? And he was like, "What's a Star Wars?" He had no idea what it was, and so <laughs> so he approached him, <laughs> not knowing that he might not know what it is. And the way Lynch was telling the story was the most hilarious thing that you'll probably ever hear. It is amazing because he's so clueless and so weird. It, Lynch is also a bit... He's, 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 he's a bit of a strange guy. Um, he's, he's also... Um, you know, um, he's, he's a bit... Ah, uh, what's the word? Ah, um, oh, fuck. What, what is the word to describe Lynch? It's it's a it's it's another word for strange. What was it? Like a good kind of strange. I can't believe I forgot. Um, but mm. any anyway, he he's you know he's 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 a funny man. He he doesn't intend to be funny though. Like he genuinely means it. So um so anyway, there was so Lynch was like telling him that uh, telling the audience how it's like oh George Lucas. Came in with in, in in a taxi, not a taxi, but like a limo. Brought him into the limo. By the way, I think I know why George Lucas uh, approached him to direct Star Wars. I think it was because he worked on Dune, and Dune was like a sci-fi movie, and it was really big at the time. Um, so he was like, "Oh, he can do sci-fi. He could do Star Wars." But um, anyway, so he brought him into his limo. And then he was like, all right, uh, and he was, like, explaining all the stuff about Star Wars. And then the way Lynch did it, it popped in. Lynch was like, all right, then he started talking about, like, planets and a planet named (laughs) Tatooine or something. And then I started to get a headache. (laughs) And it started to hurt really bad. And then he brought me into his office, and then he started... And then we ate dinner, lunch together, and then he started telling me something about a Wookiee. <laughs> like, something about a Wookiee. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and he just, That's he, so odd. It's... Oh, yeah, fuck he, me. He, That's he, funny. Was, he, he was describing George Lucas as, like, the craziest man and the weirdest guy he's ever known. <laughs> like, like, he's the weird one. And it was just amazing. Um, and he doesn't, like, he doesn't mean to be funny, it's not ever intentional, it just happens to be the case. And he was also in, um, David Lynch was also in a show, I, I didn't know he was in this for a while, but he was in a show called Louie. Um, don't know if you've seen Louie. Yeah, Louie. Mm. Yeah. With uh, Louis David- C.K.? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Louis Louis C.K.'s mm. show um, that he w- worked on. Um, David Lynch was in an episode, and he was he was like he was like this. Ex- he played an executive guy, and he was like, "All right, Louis, be funny." And he's like, "What? That can't be." Funny. <laughs> and it's just it's it's something about like the way he kind of holds himself that's just so amazing and so funny by itself. I love David Lynch. He's um, yeah. He's a strange man, and so are his films. Because he makes his films entirely based off of his dreams. Um, oh, really? Yeah, mm. and that's that's kind of like... Because um, th- there's this dream scene in Twin Peaks, um, which is like the Red Room, I guess, in the show. Mm. I'm not going to... I'm not going to spoil anything for you, because you really got to see Twin Peaks at some point. But oh, I do. I really need to get into yeah, it. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a parody of like a lot of... Um, it's a, it's kind of almost a parody of um, soap operas, but it also mixes horror elements and a lot of really horrible nightmarish shit. But anyway, um, but yeah, like the main character uh, has like this dream where he's in this red room with curtains and stuff and, and this like black and white flooring and there's like this little midget in the corner and he's dancing and there's this weird jazz music and then he sits down and he's talking backwards that sort of stuff, and it's, <laughs> and that was entirely from David Lynch's dream, like that whole design of the room was all in his head, and he was like, I want to make this, because he woke up one morning, he's like, I want to make this, I want to make this into a set, and he did, and it's actually really accurate to how he envisioned it, so, and apparently he was in tears, he was crying because of how beautiful it looked, like how it, it looked exactly like his dream, stuff like that, really. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's like, David Lynch is kind of like, he's a fascinating man, and I definitely recommend to check him out. I talked about him also in another podcast, which, uh, the episode should come out at some point, but anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty much Lynch, really. Far I need to get, I need to get into his shit. He seems like, mm. like a very interesting guy. I want to do uh, it before you, mm. Yeah, first film you should watch is definitely Eraserhead. That's Eraser the strangest Head? film. Okay. And yeah, Eraserhead is the strangest film, and it is also a really good introduction to his work. Interesting. That's really it, though. That's d- okay. I'll get into that for sure. Everyone else listening, all three of you. <laughs> I, li- <laughs> I wanted to mention before we go off the before we get to the end of this, I wanted to talk about. Did you have you seen? The original Adult Swim shows, like obviously the first when they started, they had I think it was five shows. There was Aqua Teen Hunger Force, The Brack Show, Space Ghost Coast to Coast, Sea Lab Twenty Twenty One, and I think that was it. I think it was just actually it might have been just the four. Oh no, and Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, and they're all yeah. animated so badly, and they all took. <laughs> I think I think all five of them take. Something from the old Hanna Barbera, like so, like um, Space yeah, Ghost Coast to Coast takes the whole, you know, like it takes for everyone who doesn't know, they take mm. from the original Space Ghost cartoon, and it's just images from that, and they've sort of like, what, what, would, what's the word? Like, how would you describe how they put together these shows? Um, they basically took the original cells of certain Hanna Barbera cartoons and then twisted it into the shows that we know now. So, That's like, for. Because um because the the CEO of Adult Swim Mike Lazo he um he basically had by the way here's a fun bit of Cartoon Network history 
uh, trivia here. Cartoon Network was was um, founded off of a, a Cartoon Network originally showed nothing but Hanna Barbera cartoons and like MGM cartoons. Uh, Cart- the original really? founder of Cartoon Network, I think I think he's dead now. But anyway, he um he made Cartoon Network just to show because because he bought he he does own the rights to MGM. Uh, old MGM cartoons, old Warner Brothers cartoons, and also old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And uh, then Mike Lazo later became kind of the CEO of Cartoon Network during the 90s and early 2000s. And Mike Lazo essentially, um, he it, because Cartoon Network owns the rights to those cartoons, to Hanna-Barbera specifically, Mike Lazo had access to Every single library of cells, uh, sound effects, and everything from Hanna-Barbera. Which is why you hear, like, Hanna-Barbera sound effects in stuff like Dexter's Lab and Powerpuff Girls. Um, and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends as well. Um, mm-hmm. the, those were Hanna-Barbera sound effects that they used in those cartoons. Because they were free and because they were in the studio, so they used whatever they could. That was sort of like this very homemade feel about Cartoon Network because they didn't really make their own sound effects. They were sound effects that were made in the 40s to 50s and, and you know, that were used in stuff like Looney Tunes and all that. Um, and, well, Hanna-Barbera as well. Uh, Hanna-Barbera's sound library was huge. And so, um, and, and they also had the animation cells. So for stuff like Space Ghost Coast to Coast... That was made entirely with cells from those old Space Ghost cartoons, and it was also uh, Hanna-Barbera, and Mike Lazo, the creator of the show, was a big fan of Space Ghost when he was a kid, so him having ha- having Cartoon Network was like a childhood dream of his. <laughs> like, he's like, yay, he was like a giddy little kid. Um, like, his, his dream was co- finally <laughs> coming true when he got to actually make a space ghost cartoon of his own and it was like adult and stuff and talking about penises and how good is like and it's like if you have a budget was, like if was, you have fun. if you hardly have a budget like what's the, like you're going so, yeah. to use there, what there's you have there. um yeah like i i think uh, uh, the only two shows of adult swim i've really seen though the original uh adult swim shows anyway that i've seen uh were aqua teen hunger force and space ghost coast to coast those are the only two. I haven't seen the other ones, unfortunately. I haven't seen Harvey Birdman either, which is unfortunate. Yeah, well, yeah, I've always been a big fan of Aquatine. Mm. It's, I think it's my one of my favorite animated shows. Like, there's just something really bizarre about about it. Like, have you how much of of Aquatine have you watched? Oh, I think probably like one whole season. I think it was like season two and a bit of season one. Um, and I think, like, okay. I think when I was in America watching Adult Swim, I think I saw bits and pieces of season four, I think. I think I think season four was out around that time. I think so, anyway. I don't know. There's some really good, sh- there's some really good fucking episodes in there. Mm. Like, and they're so simple, and they feel, they, 11 minutes is not a long time, but they feel so full. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was this episode yeah. where Meatwad, he started playing his, he started playing a song called Chicken and Beans. Oh. And it it's a I'll, it was a really shitty song, but he ended up becoming a rock star because of it. And he was a little asshole, and you know, <laughs> and he's and um, Frylock had to get him back, and yeah. oh, there's all this good shit in it. Have you seen the movie? 
Have you seen the Aquitaine movie? I haven't actually seen all of it yet. I've seen bits and pieces though. Um, the the and it the, is fucking good. That, I've I've definitely seen the um opening of it. That's for sure. Where it's like the let's go to the lobby uh, opening segment where where like it's a parody of the whole um the whole like <laughs> interlude part of like a lot of old movies where it's like let's go to the lobby and then it just goes and just takes like a really dark turn um yeah it's it's really good <laughs> i I've, i need to see it's the a, rest I, of it i i highly recommend it yeah. i highly recommend it it's so fucking good i love the character what's it called it's the cybernetic ghost of christmas past Oh, and he just comes cool. in at no th- thousands of years ago, and he goes on with this huge fucking story. And it it's like the the movie is like the Aquatine. It's like their um like how they came to be because there was a fourth Aquatine, and I won't I won't spoil it. No, don't. But it's a really good it's a really good fucking movie. Mm. It is like a lot of the shit that comes out of Adult Swim is so good. Mm. Like it's just. It's like the reject stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's stuff you'd never seen on Fox or anything like that, but it's, there's so much fucking good stuff that comes out of yeah, it. Yeah, Adult Swim just doesn't really care. Nearly, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like, I feel like Adult Swim, yeah, it is not perfect. It's definitely not, like, the best network, oh, no, God, no. Uh, they have their own issues, um, especially, like, with certain naming and stuff, but I think overall they're really good, and, um... Also, uh, just uh, just between you and me, I actually might be working for Adult Swim in a few years. But anyway, um, that, that you didn't hear that. So <laughs> this is this is so, the, 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 neither here nor there. I'm not going to go into it because this involves legal stuff uh, to talk about, and I can't talk about that right now. But um, but yeah, I think like there there was the whole one thing I really love about Adult Swim, though I have to say, is that you can actually pitch the show like any. Any normal Joe can go to Adult Swim and just pitch a show. Of course, you have to have the the connections to do that, yeah. But you can do it if you have enough, you know, stride to go and pitch it. You can do it if you have enough. If you have enough viewership, if you have enough fans, you can do it. Um, and we, I, I assume you know of the whole like fiasco with um, Hellbenders, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> was that so? Was that adults? Was that definitely Adult Swim? Uh, yes. Uh, Hellbenders was was pitched to Adult Swim, and they actually were going to pick it up. Um, but then Zach, uh, you know, Psychic Pebbles, he was kind of an idiot about it, um, and he regrets acting like this at, now. But at the time. Uh, Adult Swim were like, we really like this idea of Hellbenders, yeah? But we gotta change the name, because we already have so many shows, we have like a bunch of shows that have Hell in the title, you have to change it to something else. And Chris was okay with it, I think, but Zach was just like, yeah, And, and, and he, he just kept going, yeah, I don't wanna change the name! He was, he, and, and, and then they were like, okay, so be it, you're not gonna, ha- you're not gonna get picked up then. And they didn't get picked up. And that was it, really. That's like the long and short of it. There's a lot of other stuff as well. But that was pretty much the reason why it didn't get picked up. Because that's sad. Zach didn't want to change the name at all. And now it's like, I think I think Zach on Twitter once said that he really gr- regrets that now. <laughs> and wishes that he wasn't. I would have loved to see Yeah, I think everyone would. I would love to see that. Everyone would have, really. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Also, did, um, did you know of the uh, the episode leak of Hellbenders that that happened a while back? No, I don't. Um, there is an unreleased episode of Hellbenders that I think is still being re- uh, being worked on, but uh, an ep- uh, an episode the the new episode of Hellbenders got leaked, dude. <laughs> It got absolutely really? leaked. Really? Was- um, I was there during the leak actually, um, and I watched it. It, it you can watch it. Like it, it's it was mostly deleted though. Uh, Zach went. Uh, Zach and his fans uh, went and took down all those videos, but uh, all those uploads of the leak. But um, I have one link to the leak, but um, it's a secret who did it, and I'm not gonna post the link anywhere. Uh. Ma- Matthew, I think I'll actually, uh, I-, I think I'll actually give you that link after this, uh, after this episode, actually, because mm-hmm. y- you'll be one of the few to actually get it. Uh, but don't, don't spread it around, oh, and don't, t- don't tell people who, who, who put it, put it up, because I'll get in trouble. But um, okay. yeah, Jesus Christ, I'm excited. Yeah, but it was uh, basically the <laughs> the episode that was leaked. It was like this really big deal, and 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 um. Because it was like, oh my god, a new Hellbenders episode, oh my god. And I watched it. It's okay. <laughs> it's not amazing, but it's okay. It's, okay. <laughs> it's not, like, the most incredible thing, but it's definitely a sign that Hellbenders is still alive. Because um, we haven't seen Hellbenders in years. And that's what we need. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, involves, I loved basically involves a spider. It's not finished, by the way. You can, it's only, like, it's oh. only um, storyboards. The first few, the first probably minute of it, is fully animated, like backgrounds and everything. That's all done, um, but there's a lot oh. they have they still have to work on. Um, you can it's it, the rest of it storyboards, like black and white and stuff. Um, but it's they still got all the voices and they have all these people. They have um, they have Mick Lauer, you know, um, Rice, Rice Pirate, and everyone. Yeah, um, and they also have the oh, I can't believe I forgot his name. The 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 homeless looking guy, I forgot his name. Which one? Anyway, um, there's a lot of animators and voice actors and people who look very. Homeless. They all look homeless. <laughs> they all look homeless, including me. But um, Niall, that's it. Niall. Niall, yeah. yes. Um, Niall was in the new episode of Hellbenders, but yeah, it basically involves spiders. That's essentially it. Like, okay, rough, rough, uh, rough description of it was okay. Zach and Chris, they gotta clean up. They gotta clean up the their their room and their house, but but um but Chris is a lazy fuck. Uh, no no no, actually no. Zach is a lazy fuck. So it's like Zach is like, I don't wanna clean the house, and then Chris is like, You gotta clean the house, Zach. Stop being such a sexy boy. Yeah, thank you. But anyway, um, so so it's like Zach is being such a fuck, and then Chris and then Chris is like, yeah. Um, and, and so, so, um, some other goofy shit happens, and then, um, <laughs> and then, um, basically, Zach finds a spider, and he's like, ah! Um, he finds a spider, he's like, ah! Um, and then the spider, and then he, like, kills the spider. Um, Zach kills the spider, and then, like, later on, the spider takes control of Zach, and, like, the, the Zach, and then the spider becomes Zach and stuff. And, and he talks through Zack, and then he throws Chris out the window, and he somehow doesn't die and break every bone in his body. And then he, like, and then he pledges allegiance to the Fly Kingdom, 
Because Chris just goes to the Fly Kingdom, and the Fly Kingdom is like, we must kill the kill the spider, for they've destroyed our kingdom for thousands of years. And then Chris good. is like, and then Chris, no, it's, it's okay when you actually watch it, but then Chris is like, come on, Fly people, we, you have to stand up to the spider. The spider... The spiders are bad, and they must be fought against, or something like that. And then the and then the and then the flies are like, mm, "Well, I guess I can't argue with that." And then they all like and or something like that. It's like this really deep <laughs> fly plot <laughs> in mid in mid episode. And then they all get together and they just try to defeat the spider. And it's just this big epic battle. And then it like cuts to outside view and they just get like a little squished and there's like a little fart sound effect every time they die but um but yeah and 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 then and then the spider dies and the, the flies help kill the spider and uh, zach is back um n- 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 that was a, an unintentional rhyme but uh, zach uh, is is back from being um possessed by the spider and he wakes up and he's like oh flies and he squashes all the flies and they're all dead <laughs> <laughs> like all that build up, <laughs> and then um, then that's really it. And then Zach is like, "I've learned my lesson, Chris. I want to clean up all the rooms." And then Chris is like, "That's really good, Zach. Please d- clean up more." <laughs> and then and then the episode ends really. There's a lot more to it, and I'm pr- pretty much paraphrasing what happened, but that's really it. It's, it's a fun episode. It seems it's one of those shows like I was a big fan of the first two, but I don't think mm. the third one because we waited so long, even like eight like a few months out, I don't think it'll live up to this like the the hype that was built around yeah, it. Yeah. Like the Christmas episode. <laughs> oh god. My childhood. My childhood in my childhood. This has been a We Are On We production. Head to onwe.tv for more.